Hello, hello? Okay. Yay. We back, we back, we back. I, I was waiting on the whistle. <laughs> I swear I was waiting on it. Whistle. <laughs> what's up, what's up? So we back. Yeah, we back. You know, it's been a great summer. You know, um, I feel like I feel like it's been a refreshing summer. It has. Mm-hmm. It has. A lot of things growing, changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, you hot. Know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely been hot. Like I know we had like the what what was it like a world's not was it oh yeah. a record breaking hot days like yeah back consecutive to back. hot yeah. days yeah that's crazy but honestly the sun has been mm-hmm. trying to take me out yeah. <laughs> Sun yeah. and humidity together, mm-hmm. hot and humid. That's one of the worst mixes. The worst. I swear it's the worst. Be sweating and stuff. <laughs> Stay and in the house. Look, let me tell you, like, speaking of sweating, like, me knowing that it's so hot, I decided to go to the sweat house. Like, I think I sent it to you. It was like a $15. You, oh, yeah. You yeah. Can go for $15 mm-hmm. or whatever. So I went and. Sweating my ass off in a hundred and sixty degree. Mm. So she took me into that room where the ice plunge was. It wasn't really ice. It was just cold, cold, cold plunge. Let mm-hmm. me say it like that. And I was just like, "Yeah." She was like, "The first three sets is gonna be the worst." And I'm like, "Nah. Why would I do that to myself?" Oh my god! <laughs> you know it's actually good for your skin though, right? Because in Thailand, I mm-hmm. did that. Well, it was part of the like spa experience, yeah. like the Osen. Mm-hmm. The onsen and like you know they had the sauna room mm-hmm. where it was like hella hot. Yeah, they had the the different pool areas. So like the mineral wa- mineral water, mm-hmm. um, the cold one. I went in that one first, and your body go through a shock. Oh they say, in my first few gosh, seconds, right? yes. And yeah. I'm not a super cold person. Mm-hmm. Like I get cold easily. So yeah. I was in there like. But it was like I was too cold. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense to move either because then I would be more cold, <laughs> letting air touch me. So I was just like the whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I think I might do it, but you that should. day I was you like, should. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. But I did read try. like the benefits from it. Mm-hmm. Say it, like boosts your immune system. Like yeah. So maybe the next time. Yeah. But yeah, I went on one of those hot days to the sauna and I walked back out. I'm like, damn, I could have just got a free sauna right outside. Just literally stand on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. No. <laughs> We're gonna go into the scythe not the scythe. We're gonna go into the soft girl era topic, right? Yes. Like what is it, you know, why we need it. How it look different for different people mm-hmm. and why, like, all of a sudden it's just a popular phrase now. Yeah, I don't exactly remember when it got popular, though, mm-hmm. but it was like there there was this whole, like, time period where that's all people were talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, soft girl this, soft girl that. Yeah. So I don't exactly remember what it was, but I do think that it does look different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always mean, like, luxury. But even luxury looks different for everyone. Like, what someone might think is luxury might not be luxury to me. Mm -hmm. But what I might think is luxury might not be luxury to someone else, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like that's kind of the same with with soft girl era. 
Because mm-hmm. what is a soft what is soft girl life to you? Soft girl life to me is being able to take time for yourself. Mm-mm. Not just going to get your nails done and getting your hair done because technically, I mean, I mean, people say that's like being in the soft girl, but you're still working. Like mm-hmm. being at peace, like taking time to yourself and just enjoying just yourself. Like mm-hmm. that could be just laying on the floor, just laying on your back, just breathing. Yeah. Could be meditating. It could be running, jogging, mm-hmm. you know, things where you don't actually have to, um, like, it's not about like your outer, outer appearance. It oh, focuses right. more on like the inner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this summer, I definitely been in my soft girl bag for sure. And I'm, I'm just going to make this like part of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that I should have been doing. I should have been taking care of myself, my inner self. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, your inner self is the most important. It reflects through everything else. You know, if you take care of your inner self and be able to manage stressful situations... It's going to show through your skin, you know, how mm-hmm. you interact with other people. It's going to really show itself. So, yeah, for me, it is more of like inner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not too much out of because, I mean, going on trips and vacations, that's cool. Um, you can go on a vacation and still be stressed the fuck out. Right. <laughs> like you, you go on a vacation and you're still overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So it's more about. Being soft is being at, at peace and being being able to stay calm in difficult situations. That's what I that's what I see it as. I ten ten hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, basically, like you said, if if you're taking care of yourself um, from the inside out, then mm-hmm. it's going to reflect on the outside. Yeah, without anything like without you really having to do anything like it's just gonna mm-hmm. show like like you said from skin like because for me mm-hmm. soft girl era is if i get seven to eight hours of sleep oh i'm in my bag mm-hmm. i'm in my bag because yeah. now i'm rested i'm more productive like i'm able to think clearer mm-hmm. um you know when you're tired or lacking sleep um it is harder to be yeah. in control in certain situations yeah. and things of that nature so like you know when you're rested you're able to do that and and also taking time for for what makes you happy what makes mm-hmm. you feel good feel feminine and if that is getting your nails done for that week mm-hmm. then then you're in your soft girl era you know mm-hmm. what i mean if that is you taking a whole day to sleep till one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> then then yeah. that's you know your soft girl era but like you said i think one of the biggest things is not really focusing on the era mm-hmm. but more so in allowing it to be a lifestyle yeah, yeah little by little doing little consistent things that are taking more care of you mm-hmm. especially as a mom i feel like a lot of times we can um neglect certain mm-hmm. things that we enjoy or or like to do or even feel like we need you yeah. know and um having that time for ourselves is definitely um a, a a key ingredient to being in a soft girl um mm-hmm frequency yeah we'll say that frequency yeah, <laughs> i agree because it i mean it can be very challenging especially if you're that person that's very caring mm-hmm. um always being there for for other people 
it can be challenging to just sit back and say, I'm going to take this time for myself and I'm not going to do anything today. Mm -hmm. Or even if you grew, if you grew up as a perfectionist and you've always had to have everything on point and house is dirty. Mm -hmm. And when you see that, you're like, Oh, I got to make sure everything is super clean. Gotta, I got to get this stuff done. Make that time for yourself being a mom. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, that's your little human being that's always there. <laughs> and it's hard to just have that absolute time to yourself. Yeah. Whether that's personal time or even time for your goals and mm-hmm. aspirations. Yeah. Because we know already, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people um, kind of lose their self, like yeah. their sense of individuality when they become a mom. And it's for stuff like that, because Mm -hmm. now a lot of your thinking is catered towards another person versus yourself without realizing, without realizing that if you're not watering yourself, you can't properly and adequately water someone else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just really continuing to be mindful of that. Right. For sure. I think I started seeing more of the soft girl era posts and social media, um, TikTok posts and everything was after Summer Walker dropped her album. What was it? Clear Soft Girl? What was it? It's called Clear Soft Girl. Oh, really? This last one. I feel like it was a time period before then, mm-hmm. but maybe it died down and then yeah, picked back up yeah. once the, yeah. Yeah, it was sense. like, that's when, after the album dropped, that's when I saw Nene Leakes had posted something like, she's in her soft girl era and everybody was talking about, girl, you too old. <laughs> you too old you should have been in it but hey you know like you are not too old for a soft girl lifestyle frequency (laughs) and uh, it was another person that recently posted it too that they that they were in their soft girl era oh keisha cole Mm. she was like since all the girlies are in their soft girl era like i'm in my soft girl era now (laughs) It's like, dang, like y'all up there, y'all should have been like taking that time. I mean, it's like I would I would be in that era for maybe a month or two and then I won't be in the era no more. I'd be in like more of my masculine energy, like working, 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 not making time for myself. Mm-hmm. But lately I've been very consistent with staying in it, not just, you know, for a few weeks or a month two months just staying in it and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. that's when it starts to become a lifestyle yeah because it's similar to like working out Mm -hmm. like you know it's easy to when you're starting that journey yeah you know be real consistent and then you might fall off Mm -hmm. and that's okay but then you get back in your groove and now you're working out again yeah you know what I'm saying it's just continuing to like when you recognize that okay I'm kind of falling off Mm -hmm. even with being like in your soft girl or like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I haven't really been taking time for self. Let me do that. Then it's just like picking that up and then staying consistent again yep. and continuing to do it because then it's going to be habit. You're going to do it without thinking. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to be so easy. Yeah. It's like choosing what you're going to do on a daily basis. Like, mm-hmm. like for me is I do my Isha Kriya meditation. Um, and then I would do yoga, not every day, but mm-hmm. maybe two days out of the week. But I'm working out at least three days out of the week, too. That's that's helping me stay in this less anxious, overwhelmed feeling. And then as, as far as, like, scheduling my work, I'm not overscheduling myself mm-hmm. like I used to. Um, I mean, if I can't do it, I'm going to tell you I can't. It, it's times where mm-hmm. I could have been able to complete a task, 
well, I couldn't, well, I could have been able to complete a task, but I said no, because I didn't want to put too much on myself. Yeah. You know, and like, I feel like that's part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Being yeah, able really. to say no, mm-hmm. like that's part of being, cause you're not always going to say yes. You're mm-hmm. not always going to be able to. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, naturally we might feel bad for saying mm-hmm. no, but it's just like, okay, you're going to feel bad for these two minutes, but in the yeah. long run, you're going to be like, I'm glad I said no, mm-hmm. because would you rather overwork yourself or mm-hmm. feel like you don't have time for self versus, you know, just saying no and yeah. realizing it'll come again. Like mm-hmm. there'll be another, whatever it is, opportunity or time. Right. And, and that's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think, I think that goes, that also goes for with like friendships and relationships as well. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, people will invite you to so many different things, especially if you got good energy, um, a good vibe around people. They want to invite you to so many different things. And it's okay to say no when your body mm-hmm. don't feel like going anywhere. Yep. You know, I used to always, like, go every time something was coming up or a friend invited me, I, I'll go, even when I didn't even feel like it, like mentally or physically drained. And... Because I would think like, oh, if I didn't show up for this friend's birthday event or this, then she's going to feel bad. She's she's going to think that I did something, you know, purposely or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how my mindset used to think. But in, uh, in all honesty, if you didn't show up for that and that's your friend, they would be understanding to the fact mm-hmm. that you're tired, you're exhausted or you've had a lot going on in your life you know in that moment so um because i see a lot of friendships that end because a friend didn't show up for something yeah you know and sometimes it's not like hey i'm not going to show up for my friend's situation or it could be that friend really going through something and they just can't they just can't get out the bed like they yeah. just can't go anywhere but um I mean, I'm I'm that person that I'm gonna communicate. Like, if I can't show up, it's it's gonna be a full legit reason. Like, mm-hmm. I I might I might if I'm going through something mentally, like I'll let it be known. Like, hey, I'm going through something mentally, I can't make it. Or if I'm going through something physically, you know, I can't make it. Um, to that, to that, um, you know, yeah. that event or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think communication is key to maintaining a healthy friendship or healthy relationship Mm -hmm. because you don't have to tell them exactly what you're going through but you can tell them like hey i'm going through something you know Mm -hmm. i'll let you know if i need you for anything extra a lot of times we will shut down you know shut down and or sometimes you just want to be completely to yourself Mm because which is fine yeah that's fine (laughs) too you know um Mm -hmm. but i have learned also when I when I have those moments where I'm dealing with a lot, um, I do take time to myself. And if a friend might realize that, oh, you know, she might not be responding that often or anything like that, they'll be like, hey, are you good? You know, mm-hmm. everything's fine. And I let them know, like, hey, I'm going through going through this or whatever. Yeah, I'm going through something. So, you know, I'll let you know if I need you or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. Because even those times where you do say no, mm-hmm. like uh, an explanation isn't even needed if mm-hmm. you're not 
wanting to or or even able to give an explanation at that mm-hmm. time but you know if if um in the future you want mm-hmm. to you know further explain then you're able to do that as well mm-hmm. because i feel like like you said if if um if they're your friend you know what i'm saying then mm-hmm. there is going to be a certain level of understanding mm-hmm. and and if they have questions then i feel like with them being your friend then mm-hmm then that door is open for them to be able to ask. Yeah. And then you decide, you know, how much you do want to reveal or not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. And even in a relationship, too, um, the balance, balance of of energy, masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. Because personally, <laughs> I, I think from – because I still – I mean, I didn't have Legend super young, but I still mm-hmm. feel like I consider myself a young mom. Like when I had him, I mm-hmm. was that like 21? So I yeah, feel like that's still kind of young, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. So I feel like in a relationship, um, soft girl frequency for me is like being able to not feel like I'm doing so much mm-hmm. because I have a partner that's helping that's mm-hmm. minimizing the load yeah. and and stuff like that and I feel like that's part of it as well because um, if you're in a relationship and you feel like oh the load is all on you then that's not it's healthy yeah that that's not healthy because it's unbalanced right yeah mm-hmm. and and there should definitely be a balance in that a man that's going you know provide protect but also you know baby you and mm-hmm. also be affectionate mm-hmm. and so like that and and I feel like that that soft girl too to me yeah yeah with the whole like you were saying with the relationship mm-hmm. like the man stepping in and helping with the load right like because we are in a modern day like we said before like women are working just as hard as mm-hmm. men or even more so it's like with the household chores it shouldn't just be on the woman right you know yeah. um your your man should help with certain things either cooking or going to the grocery store mm-hmm. so you can cook if he's not a cooker um or helping with laundry or cleaning clean mm-hmm. the bathroom tub clean up behind themselves it's it's de- it definitely needs a balance that's the only way like when it comes down to the household like you'll feel like you're in a soft girl era mm-hmm. or if you both don't have the energy to put in to clean the house go get somebody to clean the house mm-hmm. like they'll clean your whole house two hundred dollars like literally from top to bottom mm-hmm. i just mm-hmm. we just had somebody mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like <laughs> and they did a good job yes so <laughs> you know like you'll spend two hundred dollars on a designer bag or mm-hmm. going out on a night in atlanta you can put that money to, uh, to get somebody to come in and clean your house yeah so you know those things um will help you stay in that soft girl era because mm-hmm. i know we were brought up to think like we had to clean and do this 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 but we're in a different time yep. we don't have to put all that on ourselves we can get somebody to come in and do it for us mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that at yeah. all because in the end you're either going to trade your time or mm-hmm. your money yeah and I personally would rather trade my money mm-hmm. because I know that that's something that I can get back yeah. versus my time. I, I can't get that back. Once it's gone, mm-hmm. you know, then it's gone. And this is what's left. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. With with that, like I think about like being able to create like 
if I get somebody to do this, then I have time to put in my creative mm-hmm. work where I could have been sitting there for hours doing this yep, and not being able to focus on my work. So, um, or you can take that time and focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. But I hear this all the time where people are like, you know, especially moms I hear. It's like, you know, I've just been so busy, you know, being a mom and this, this, this. You can make time for yourself mm-hmm. because you can make time for everything else outside of being a mom. You can make time to go out and hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. You can make time to go get your hair done, your nails done. You can make time for inner management, like yep. meditation or yoga mm-hmm. or working out. You, I, a lot of people use a lot of time on social media scrolling. On social media. You can be on social media all day. You, you can make time. TV shows. You can make time for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it just when you sit back and reflect on what you're putting like what what you're doing with your time Mm -hmm. you really get to understand how much time you really do have that you can put towards yourself that's facts because Mm -hmm. i i uh this was like two years ago i think 2021 Mm -hmm. i had done this um like 21 day uh, I forgot what it was called, but like it was like, habit name. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. And one of the things that it did was for one of the weeks, mm-hmm. you had to like track how you managed your time mm-hmm. by hour. It was this girl and it went viral or whatever, but she was basically talking about, you know, she was in her soft girl era mm-hmm. and, you know, she was looking for a dude to like fly her out to, <laughs> to different <laughs> countries and... <laughs> People were like going in and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if that's soft girl era. Like people think yeah. like, you know, being in a soft girl era is having a guy like spend his whole <laughs> check on you. Like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see that being a thing for me. Like for one, I like to work like I like to do i love what i do i'm passionate about film Mm -hmm. so i would not just want to be at home and just um have my spouse just pay for every single thing like i I love what i do and i love making money i love making my own money too so i don't know like i i mean is that what soft girl era is? Because I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that's what soft girl era is. But for me, because like, I don't know. For me, even with liking what I do, I still love to not do, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So for me, it's more so like having a balance of doing and, and not doing. Mm-hmm. So like me for example me paying for something versus me not having to pay for something like it can't be more than the other Mm -hmm. and if it is more than the other then it needs to be more of me not having to do Mm -hmm. than versus me me having to do Uh (laughs) (laughs) i'm catching but yeah because pretty much like i don't mind not working but if I'm doing something that I love, I I don't mind doing that either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't think that that defines what soft girl era is. Mm-hmm. But for some people, I, I see how that could play a part. Because the less you feel like you have to do, then the mm-hmm. more you are able and 
probably nine times out of ten willing to do in other areas of your mm-hmm. life, whether whether that is working, whether that is, you know, um, working towards your passion or mm-hmm. or um, charity and, and things like that. Because I don't mind. <laughs> Personally, I don't mind not having to pay for anything at all. Mm-hmm. But if there's something that I want to do or something that I want to have, and mm-hmm. um, I also like the luxury of knowing that, okay, I don't have to ask for it because I also yeah. have my own, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Speaking of that, like, I've um, come across some people and, you know, people love to talk about, like, this whole hyper-independent thing, like, with women. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they focus a lot on, you know, I got my own, I got this, I got this. Like, I don't need no man. Like, when I meet a man, like... I don't need him to do anything for me. Mm-hmm. What you think about that mindset? Like, you think? I think it's caused from trauma. Yeah. I think it, it stems from a lot of people, whether it's not necessarily them experiencing it themselves, mm-hmm. but even just seeing it, whether it's their mom or aunt or grandma, like having to do so much. So yeah. it's like, oh, I'm going to make sure that I do everything in my power to make mm-hmm. sure I don't have to depend on somebody. Because maybe they saw their mom depending on right. on a man and, and that man didn't really, you know, always come through. Like, mm-hmm. so seeing that, it, it can create like um, a perception around um, needing to uh, have your own in that hyper, like, I- idea mm-hmm. of hyper-dependence, like, oh, I don't need somebody. Because in reality, we mm-hmm. all need somebody, right, whether that's right. friend, partner, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, right. we're, we're, we were created to to have community mm-hmm. and whatever that looks like. Right. So. Yeah. I, I met this lady. I don't even know her name. Like, it was just random. Met this lady, and we were all having, like, a conversation just about, like, you know, being independent and having a partner and all these things. And she she made this this comment that was just like, you know, I don't need a man. Like I got my own, I make over six figures. Like she was like the last dude I dated, he only made like 30,000 a year. And she was like, yeah, I didn't need him for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, she's like, I'm so exhausted though. I work a lot. I do this. And I'm like, so you saying you don't need a man, but you're working your ass off. Like make it make sense mm-hmm. because I mean, you need your spouse or your partner to step in in some area, like area, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, like if you make six figures and he make 30,000, like if you decide like you get sick and you can't work, exactly. come on, the ends got to get met mm-hmm. at some point, you know, and um, she was in her thirties and this other guy, he stepped in the conversation and he was talking about how he said that. He asked how old she was and all this, and he was just like, you know, usually women that marry earlier, like in their 20s, said they they normally go into a part-time job in their Mm -hmm. early 30s. He said because by that time, their partner should be making more money to be able to allow them to be more in that soft girl feminine Mm -hmm. energy. And it made sense because I'm like, yeah, that that really do make sense Mm -hmm. because... I mean, she makes six figures. If she want, if she want to be in a more soft girl era where she don't have to overwork herself, she need to find a partner that can take that weight mm-hmm. and at least meet her halfway. Yeah, you know, so she can be able to go down to a more part time 
or you know part time or stay at home or whatever she want to do mm-hmm. and be and they be okay financially so that that does make sense a lot when you think of that in that sense yeah yeah because like i said like sure it's it's not necessarily healthy to feel like you need someone mm-hmm. but it's like you know it's nice to have that that extra help, that extra support. And even if you feel like, oh, you don't want a man or whatever the case may be, okay, well, what's your support system looking like? Mm-hmm. You got brothers, you got uncles, like you, you is your dad in your life, grandpa, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, yes, homeboys mm-hmm. even, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does your support look like? Because, I mean, <laughs> look at the economy. Yeah. <laughs> like, time mm-hmm. times are hard, even for people to have money. So it's just yeah. like... As long as you have that that support, that sense of community, because that's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. But I also personally feel like partnership is important. And some mm-hmm. people don't. I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of people feel like, oh, um, you know, as long as I'm happy with myself, then that's mm-hmm. all that matters. And sure, okay, for you. Yeah, it's for you. <laughs> but as for me, <laughs> as for me and my household. <laughs> right, right. I agree. Like, I... I I put partnership like on a pedestal, like mm-hmm. because that helps us as a black community to step up. Mm-hmm. Because you're able to do so much more as a collective compared to what you would do as a individual. And we know black women are the least paid, Thanks. you know, most educated, least paid. So you think of you doing it by yourself compared to you having a partner. How much? you can accomplish together mm-hmm. financially and breaking generation gener, uh, generational curses yep and that's how a lot of white people build <laughs> their wealth <laughs> cuz they get married mm-hmm. they get mar- married in their 20s and they're holding on to their marriages and working through their shit and they are building generational wealth and it comes to where i see a lot of white couples like like the guy was saying, he was like, when they hit their early 30s, they're dropping down to a part-time position mm-hmm. and being able to take care of themselves. You know, when I'm in the sweat, sweat house, I don't see us in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see nothing but white people in there, and yeah. I'm just keeping it 100. And um, they're taking the time to do that. Like when I go in Midtown, I go yeah. Grant Park, all these different areas, areas I see white people jogging. I see them riding bicycles. I see them taking that time for themselves mm-hmm. to exercise and wind down. I don't see too many of us. And even if you go in a black neighborhood, I grew up in a complete black neighborhood. I didn't see us riding bicycles. <laughs> like it was rare. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. see I didn't see us jogging in the neighborhood. I didn't, and I feel like um, I didn't see us meditating. We didn't have a yoga spot in the neighborhood, and yeah. I didn't see too much of that at all. And um, I think that's something that we should prioritize, like partnership, taking care of ourselves mentally, physically, and just focusing on growth for sure. Facts. Mm-hmm. Because me growing up, I didn't really – I mean, I saw it. Mm-hmm. But, like, probably not to the same capacity as, yeah. like, other ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And plus, I feel like once I got to college, 
that's when I started seeing it more like mm-hmm. way more people working out, way more people doing yoga or mm-hmm. exercising or just taking that walk or jog, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's when for me it was just like yeah, this 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 is part of the finer things. Like mm-hmm. you have to take care of self. And I feel like one of the most rebellious acts that that you can really have in today right now yeah. is not only loving, truly loving and being comfortable in yourself, but also, you know, having a healthy black family filled with love. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be a rebel, baby. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, one, it's needed. Mm-hmm. Two, you know, it, it's definitely what's going to help the world go round. Right. And that's part of breaking those generational curses mm-hmm. because it's it's almost like, you know, healing each other yeah. in the process. Yeah, I feel that. Definitely. Yeah. Advocate for the black family. Period. Me too. <laughs> black family. <laughs> but yeah, thank y'all for listening, watching, supporting us. Um, yeah, we're just enjoying mm-hmm. having these dope conversations. Period. It's season two. Season two, you know, we out here, you know. Yeah, we're not going nowhere, y'all. Pick a boo. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my god, love me, love me, tripping over here. <laughs> she be coming oh, with ad-libs. Going nowhere. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Support. Yes. Hit our Patreon. Send a donation. Get us monetized. Subscribe, subscribe, mm-hmm. and watch. And we appreciate y'all. Any final thoughts? Take share it with a friend. Share it with a partner. Share, 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 share. Sure, that's yep. it. Sure. Share, share, share. If you enjoyed it, then someone you know is going to enjoy it. So spread the love, baby. Spread the love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>